Hello, and welcome to Curiosity Kill the Cat. I'm your host, Sarah, and I'm going to be getting into episode two of season three of The Mandalorian, aka chapter 18, The Minds of Mandalore. We have everything from the Boonta Eve classic to Din Djarin going back to Mandalore, uh, Grogu leaving Mandalore uh, to go get the help of Bo-Katan. We've got Bo-Katan watching and t- or taking uh, Mando, Din, down to the the living waters of Mandalore so he could atone for his sin of taking off his helmet. And as he uh, walks into the waters, you could see that she's kind of uh, moved by what's going on there. He gets pulled underwater. She goes to save him. She's got this cool Avatar 2 underwater jetpack. Her jetpack works underwater. She goes and saves him. And when she comes up, she sees a giant, uh, what is it called? A minotaur? Mythosaur? Mythosaur or a minotaur? Not a minotaur. But anyways, that was really badass. That was one of the coolest looking creatures ever. And one thing I appreciated about this episode specifically is that there were plenty of little weird cave creatures in the dark. This planet has been abandoned, like Bo-Katan said. It's been mined, plundered, whatever. Um, and uh, once, you know, Din Djarin realizes that he can breathe, that it's not poisoned, we run into these, like, cave trolls. There were these, another another alligator-type monster. We had those weird, small, little winged crocodile alligator creatures. Um, and then uh, the weird robot thing that clamps Dinjarin down like a jaw clip if if you know what a jaw clip is that's exactly what that move was and uh and that's when Grogu had to go get uh Bo-Katan to come save his ass but then you realize that it's like this weird little eyeball creature that's like running this robot and turns into a different robot that looked very much like General Grievous kind of and then it even shrunk down even further to like a what are those kind of crabs that have like a helmet sort of a head I can't remember what they're called, but it looked like one of those weird uh, sea creatures. They kind of look like their shells, like like a a helmet. Um, I thought that was super cool. So, um, yeah, let's get into this episode, shall we? So we open up the episode in none other than Tatooine. It's the Boon to Eve classic. Pele Moto is talking to, uh, is it a Rodian? I think so. Uh, She's like, you got a lot of parts missing from this ship. It's going to take me at least two months to fix this thing. And the guy is like, are you kidding me? And uh, he agrees to it, pays her half up front, leaves. And as soon as he leaves, the Jawas come out and they have all the missing parts to the freaking thing. So it was all a setup the whole time. Uh, Happy to see her with her missing tooth still. It's something very personal to me. I just thought it was hilarious in the Book of Boba Fett when... Mando and Grogu and her fall out of that little uh, vehicle thing that they were in and she spits out her front tooth. I was wondering if she would have it fixed or not. And of course not. It's still it's still missing. And it makes her character even more endearing. Uh, she jokes about needing a vacation again. So somebody really, really, really needs to take her on a nice vacation to Naboo or something. You know what I mean? Somewhere not so dirty, dusty, and sandy. Probably. Um, but Mando shows up uh, and he asks her if he has, if she has the part for the IG-11 uh, droid. And she's like, 
no, I don't have that. Ask the Jawas, nope, we don't have that. And she's like, why don't you take this R5 unit, this astromech instead? And he's like, no, I need to go spelunking in the minds of Mandalore. And she's like, spelunking? And it was very much like the scene from uh, The Dark Knight when Bruce Wayne is talking to uh, Lucius, I believe was Morgan Freeman's name in that movie. And he's like spelunking and he's like spelunking. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go spelunking in a cave. And he's like, you need a bulletproof suit for that? Anyways, um, (laughs) I just thought that that was funny. Um, So yeah, so she's like spelunking. What are you like, what are you talking about? You could take this droid. This droid's fine. Trying to trying to sell off, sell off this R5 unit who is very scared and does not want to go exploring the mines of Mandalore. Um, uh, but anyways, they end up leaving. They go, they go to Mandalore, uh, before they get there. Um, Din is telling Grogu about how important it is to know your way through the galaxy, how maps are important. You'll never be lost as long as you know the stars and the planets, whatever. He shows where Mandalore's at, shows the, the moon planet that he was raised on after he was found as a foundling, and then shows Bo-Katan's planet that she was on is in that same system, um, which I thought was really cool and very, I, I'd like, I liked being explained the Mandalore planets. Um, so they get there, they land, he has the droid go look around, make sure the air is breathable and whatnot. And uh, lo and behold, as they're watching the droid on the little map in the, sh- the N1 ship, um, it goes MIA. So then, <laughs> Din Djarin is like, I'll go looking. Uh, so eventually we have him and Grogu um, looking at the place. We run into these uh, trolls, these like cave troll looking things. They were very, they reminded me of like stop motion a little bit. Had that kind of Harry Housen sort of effect to it. Um, and again, with the dark saber, he's just kind of awkward. It looks like it's really heavy for him and... I don't know. It's just kind of like a little funny when Dinjarin is 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 trying to use the dark saber. But they get away from the trolls, um, go further into the caves, into the mines. Well, actually, they're I don't think they're in the mines quite yet. They're still in like this cavernous part. Um, but then, like I said before, this giant jaw clip robot comes up out of the ground, grabs Din. Uh, Grogu was able to pull back in his little pram you know, uh, a little bit and hide. And he watches what's happening with Mando as this, this robot thing takes him to his little lair and has him clamped in this metallic, really, really uh, claustrophobic looking cage. And um, like I said, you realize that it's actually like a little monster alien inside of it, this like eyeball thing. It reminded me of the eyeball from the book in Hocus Pocus you know, that like opened up and it was like the eyeball in front of the book. Anyways, that's what that reminded me of. Um, Grogu eventually goes over to Mando, uh, walks over and, and he's like, go get Bo, go to Bo-Katan, go get Bo-Katan like now. And he runs out of there, hops out of there, gets in the ship and freaking takes off. And by the time, um, he gets to where Bo-Katan is at to her, her castle, um, 
she has a, a droid that's like, oh, you have an unscheduled uh, visitor coming to see you. And so she walks out and she's like, dude, I just want to be left alone. And then she sees it's just Grogu and she's like, okay, what's going on? Where's your dad? <laughs> so like uh, she downloads, she has the one droid download the R5's uh, memory or whatever and uh, loads Grogu up into her ship and they are off to Mandalore to go save Din Djarin. I knew, I just knew, I said in my last episode, that Bo-Katan just needed something to light a fire under her ass and she would be ready to go. And she was, man. She's like, ah, a rescue mission? On it. And uh, her and Grogu are going through the mines. We get some of the space trolls again and she fights them and she's like, did you think your dad was the only Mandalore that existed? She's like, I am the fucking Mandalorian, Okay. Um, and yeah, Grogu, Grogu's little attitude with her was hilarious. He was like blowing raspberries and giving her attitude. And I don't know what his freaking deal is, but like he was not being very sweet to Bo-Katan. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Bo ends up, uh, they go back to this lair where the robot's at. She defeats it using the dark saber and let me just tell you she looks a lot less clumsy with this dark saber than dinjarin it almost looks like it's suited for her and i know technically she's had it before but anyways whatever she did a kick-ass job she freaking uh killed it almost all the way and then dinjarin was like behind you and uh and it was back in its giant robot body and she freaking cut it down with the dark saber freed dinjarin ready to go. Let's find the waters. Let's take this bath. Let's atone for our sins. Okay, let's do this. Um, so she tells him that, um, you know, she'll take him to the waters. They'll go through the mines. And the mines were really cool looking. Uh, and then you just had this just really dark patch of water, you know, didn't look like the most welcoming cool, calm, clear, clean waters I've ever seen. Looks like there's lots of creatures that probably live in the depths of this water, but we'll get there when we get there. Um, before he takes his little, his little, uh, before he has his baptism, um, she makes uh, Grogu and him some soup with a little <laughs> a little metal cup and pours some kind of a powder uh, it kind of reminded me when um, Ray makes the bread and the bread kind of just puffs up. Um, I like Star Wars food. I don't know how it would taste in real life, but it looks really fun on screen. So he drinks his soup without taking off his helmet, gives it to Grogu. And then now it's time to bathe in the water, the living waters of Mandalorian. Um but first, Bo-Katan talks about her dad a little bit, talks about what it was like being in the royal family, how she came down there and was showered with gifts and blah, 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 blah. Uh, this used to be a great planet, thriving, beautiful, gorgeous, and now it's just this sad, just like all sorts of weird shit going on within this planet, okay? Um, and now it's time for Grogu to, or not Grogu, uh, it's time for Din to take his bath in the water. He says his creed. Uh, Bo-Katan looks really moved by what's going on with him. 
Um, she's kind of taking it in. And the further he goes into the water, guess what? Something grabs him, pulls him right down. We don't see it. We don't even see it once she goes down to save him. But Bo-Katan, without even um, skipping a beat, uh, jumps, dives into the water, goes to save him. And that's when you see um, the giant monster. Again, I can't remember if it's a mythosaur or a minosaur. But the armorer had talked about it to Grogu or to Din Djarin in the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, and then she, Bo-Katan, Bo read something on that plaque about seeing, like, this big monster creature, um, and, uh, the further she goes into the depths of the water, she goes against Din Djarin, goes back up with the jet, the underwater jetpack, uh, situation, and sees this big mythical creature, right? We see how, like, they have the skull and all of their stuff, um, I just thought the monster, or I don't know if it's a monster, but this creature was really well done. And uh, I don't know. I kind of hope to see it again. We'll see. But um, that's that's the episode. That's what happens. We go from Tatooine to Mandalore, back to Bo-Katan's planet, back to Mandalore. And uh, uh, Din Djarin is able to, um, is able to, uh, Get saved twice by Bo-Katan, but he, he, he did what he was told to do. He went to the waters. He, so yeah, he did what he was supposed to do. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where we go from here. He's going to have to go back to the armorer and let her know that like he has atoned, uh, for taking off the helmet. Uh, I'm just curious to see if he's going to be sold on this helmet thing uh, anymore. I know he believes it and it's his faith, but like, I'm interested to see if like, if the more time he spends with Bo-Katan, if that might change, if she might sway him. Um, I'm interested to see, yeah, if we're going to pick up some more Mandalorians around the galaxy. Uh, I hope we go back to me. I, well, we haven't left Mandalore, but I hope, um, I hope we hang around the planet for a while because it's it's been pretty neat going to this place that's was once thriving and now is just uh I don't know just this interesting crystallized dark you know like all of the all of the things living within the planet that have like festered and grown throughout the last several years um I really like the little crocodile creatures that try to come out <laughs> at Grogu at one point. Oh, Grogu kicking the one troll's ass. That was great when he was coming out of um, out of the cave to go get Bo-Katan and he runs into the one troll and fucking kicks its ass right out of the cave. Beautiful. Um, so yeah, I thought it was, I thought this was a slam dunk episode. There was plenty of action. Uh, being in the dark mines was a little bit scary and uh, yeah, I'm glad that Bo-Katan is up and moving and going. And uh, yeah, I'm just excited to see where we go from here and uh, what'll be up next. So this is my Mandalorian chapter 18 episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, have a safe, healthy week and I will see you for the next chapter or some other random episode. Bye. Mm -hmm.